Hello, my name is Gordon, and no, this is not season one, but in fact season five. I've decided to go back and re-examine some of the suits that were designed for Gundam Sentinel, and we'll do a special tier list. Uh, this episode does not have a script, it's just me looking at pictures and giving my impressions and doing a tier list S through F, and uh, images will be put on social media. If you guys are interested, you can definitely join in and uh, give your own rank list of suits that you like from this um, IP by Kotoki-san and others. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. I've listened to a lot of other podcasts, and in particular, one that I do listen to a lot is Wild Cool Robot, and at the end of every series, they do a ranked tier list of some of the mecha designs from a particular show from Gundam, and I decided, you know, I probably should do the same thing myself, so I wanted to give a hat tip and shout out to Wild Cool Robot uh, for the idea for doing this episode. Uh, this is going to be just me looking at pictures of uh, various units from Gundam Sentinel, I uh, will not look at all the variants, like for example the million variants of Zeta Plus, um, but I will look at the main units that are featured in the manga, or rather the novel, and in the uh, Gundam uh, Sentinel book that was produced back in the late 80s. Um, if you guys are interested and want to share your own ideas, please post them on social media, and I'd like to share them as well too. So without further ado, let's get started. It goes without saying that this is just my personal opinion, and certainly I'm sure there are others who may disagree, but let's get started. Uh, looking at the uh, Task Force Alpha, or Karaba units, uh, the first one is FA-010A, or FAS. It was designed initially by Mika Akitaka, who's a principal designer, and Hajime Katoki did the cleanup. Um, it is based on Double Zeta, uh, which was initially designed by Makoto Kobayashi and is a draft version, and then cleaned up by Hideo Okamoto-san. So just looking at it, it is a very chunky boy. Uh, it's a nice, clean design, uh, very, very well-armed, and has a... I can't even describe how large this smart beam gun is. Um, certainly is able to take out cruisers at great distance and has other weapons including um, missiles and beam sabers and the like. Um, I personally think it is A tier personally for me. There's just something about this that's just impressively massive and I like the design even more than the unit that was featured in Double Zeta Gundam itself. Uh, clearly, it was not as powerful as the Double Zeta Gundam that's featured in the uh, TV show. Um, but, I don't, like, for example, I don't think it contains the biosensor um, that the Double Zeta does have. Um, and in the novel described as a paper tiger, uh, it did have critical flaws and uh, certainly, it was taken out by the Gundam Mark V in that one uh, fateful episode. But nevertheless, there's this thing about this which I find to be impressive, and I love this very, very much. 
um, I do have the master grade of this kit that I have in my backlog and I will get to it. The next unit was, in fact, actually the Nero or the MSA-007. Designer is Hajime Katoki. Uh, according to Google search, uh, Task Force Alpha had 40 of these units and served as their mainstay grunt unit, but mostly were destroyed during the attack on Iyer sitting. Uh, it reminds me of a Nemo, which clearly this is based off of. And if you take design elements from the Power GM uh, that was featured in 0083, um, it is a capable unit, and I'm just essentially a sucker for grunt units myself. So um, I, I do like the color scheme. It, it's not as busy as some of the other Gundam units that you may see in other shows, um, and. It may be simple to others, but I actually am going to put this as like a A minus or B plus tier. I'm curious to hear what you guys think about this. The next unit up is in fact the MSA 007E or EWAC Nero. Uh, again, the designer was that of Hajime Katoki. In fact, most of the units that were produced for Gun Sentinel were produced or designed by Katoki-san with the exception of Faz. Um, it essentially is a Nero with extra electronics warfare capability, uh, sensors and radar systems and the like. Um, it looks as if it has a very large radome unit that you will see in other units from Gundam Sentinel, such as um, one of the Zeta Plus variants and one of the variants of the Zeko Ice. So looking at it, uh, it essentially is just essentially just a Nero with the EOX capability mounted on top of it. To me personally, it's a bit unsightly. Um, I know it is based on the Nero, uh, and I understand the, the reason why it exists, but I'm not as big of a fan. It looks a little too busy for me, so I'm going to put this more in the seats here for myself. The next unit is the MSA-007 Nero Trainer or MSA-007T. Um, again, it has the aesthetic of the Nero uh, with the power gym motif in terms of the multiple uh, chest plate vents that it has um, with a head that's somewhat like a Nemo. It also has these large tail binders for added maneuverability. Personally, I, I would put this as an E tier for me. Um, I, I'm not really quite sure why. Why the Nero itself in its plain form looks better than all these variants, but for me, just the Nero Trainer, I'm going to have to put this as an E tier. Next up, the star of the uh, whole Nova novel, uh, that of the MSA-0011, or Sentinel, or rather, excuse me, I'm sorry, Superior Gundam. Um, initially called Supreme Gundam. Designers uh, Hajime Katoki-san. Um, as you probably heard in the first episode of this season, the design was not supposed to look so much like a Gundam in terms of the red, blue, and yellow color elements, but the uh, figures, uh, the executives um, at Bondi and um, all the other men, uh, rather executives involved with uh, the Gundam franchise felt that it would only be a Gundam if it has the similar Gundam scheme uh, as of uh, RX-78. I do like the design. I, I do like how it is more 
militaristic, including the font for the 01 that's adorned with the left shoulder uh, unit. Uh, it is in a similar design to uh, Double Zeta in the sense it is a transforming mobile suit. Um, it does have the core fighter block system like you would see in uh, GP01 from Double83. Um, I do like the unit, um, but I'm going to say for myself, I'm going to put this in the B tier range. One of the variants that uh, never was shown in or featured in the novel, uh, but clearly was highlighted in the MOOC, uh, was the booster version of uh, Superior Gunman, um, MSA 0011 booster. It essentially is um, the Extraordinary Superior Gundam with the leg elements covered by extra boosters uh, to add or increase its range. Clearly a, a robot in outer space does not need legs per se, so it certainly is for all intents and purposes practical I would imagine, but for me I just am not a big a fan of it. The one unit that I clearly love the most, and it's probably one of my all-time favorite uh, Gundam units of all time, was the MSA-0011 Extraordinary Superior Gundam, or EXS Gundam. This to me is, you can't get any better than this. The design aesthetic, for whatever reason, the chest plate uh, with the extra armor, um, the extra propellant tanks in the back, everything about it, it just is sublime to me. So for me, I'm going to have to put this in S tier. The Zeta Plus A1 or MSZ006A1 is the atmospheric version of Zeta Plus. Um, you actually will get to see it um, in Gundam Unicorn in one of the later episodes. And I believe also one of the uh, Build Fighter uh, series as well too. I do like it. Um, it has a nice clean, um, you can see it's sort of its uh, heritage in terms of where it comes from the Zeta uh, class uh, mobile suits from Zeta Gundam and Double Zeta. Uh, and you can see how it would become later units like the Refined Gundam Zeta. I like the fact that it is a monotone gray color for the most part with some blue elements on the feet. And overall, I think it's a, it's an excellent unit. Um, so I'm going to put this at B tier. The one version I do like more is the space variant or the C1 class of the Zeta Plus. Um, I am just a sucker for uh, being smart gun. A, a gun that is larger or longer than the unit itself, you, you just you have me right there. I, I just can't tell you how much I love this unit. Um, the Raydome looks similar to other units I've mentioned before, like the Iraq Nero, or this one of the Zeku Ainz variants. So, for me, I'm going to put this as an A-tier unit. Um, there was one variant that I think you can get as a uh, figure, um, and I'm sure if you're um, inclined to make a uh, scratch-built kit, you could design one yourself. And that is the MSZ006C1 booster, or the Hummingbird. This is designed by Haj Hajime Katoki-san. 
I'm going to sort of characterize this into two types because it is a transforming mobile suit. In its wave rider form, it is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the wings are swept upwards and it has um, extra boosters like you would see in either the booster version of the Superior Gundam or um, also in the Extraordinary Superior Gundam as well too. Um, <clears throat> it not only has just one being smart gun, but it has two. It has the one that comes standard with the Zeta Plus C1 and also has an extra beam gun, beam smart gun that is from the superior gun just for added five power I suppose. Um, it has Karaba uh, decals or rather writing on it which doesn't really make sense because Karaba would be um, terrestrial or earth based and this is clearly designed for outer space but nonetheless it is a I like the Wave Rider Forge version of it. However, when it transforms, it doesn't seem particularly um, practical for um, use in the atmosphere. Um, it sort of detracts in terms of it just looks too busy for me. So, if you have a Wave Rider form, I'm going to say it's a B tier. In its mobile suit form, I'm going to put it, however, as a D. Um, the next unit, uh, and the last unit that will be featured from the Task Force Alpha group, or actually actually the Caraba uh, Force as well too, is the RGM-86R or Nouvelle GM, GM-3. This is designed by Kotoki-san. Uh, it really does serve as an inspiration, I believe, for the Power Gym that you'll see in the first episode of Gundam Double Eighty Three. 83 um, Similar to the Nouvelle, uh, rather, I'm sorry, the um, the Nero, I, I do like its appearance. Um, but compared to some of the other designs that we've talked around at Reading, I'm going to put this as a C tier. I'm curious what you guys think. So now we'll talk about New Decides. Technically, the first unit actually is not part of New Decides, um, but we'll just mention it in this section anyway. That is in fact the RMS-154 Refined Barzam. The Barzam, as you may know, was first shown in Zeta Gundam towards the end or the second half of the season uh, or the show. And uh, it has a typical Titan's appearance color scheme wise. And it was featured um, in the short uh, style manga that was put in the Gundam Senna Mook uh, the day before. Uh, where Zeku Ice units uh, were used against the Revine Barzam and were able to overwhelm these units. I do like the color scheme. I'm just a sucker for the Titans color scheme. As evil as they may be, there's just something about uh, the dark blue and the black that just appeals to me. Um, I do like the fact that it has elements of the Gundam Mark II, which is a predecessor lineage-wise to the Barzan. And the Vine Barzan uh, just has added maneuverability. Overall, I'm going to put this as a C tier. Uh, now talking about the proper uh, elements from the Zeku, or rather the new decides, we'll talk about the RMS-141 Zeku Einstein designed by Hajime Hatoki-san. Um, there were three types. There was type one, which we'll talk about first, and it is essentially the base unit uh, without the added 
uh, drums over its shoulder. It has added uh, sets of propellant hacks on either shoulder and has a rifle similar to what you would see from the Barzam. Um, overall, again, just I, I, I'm a sucker for the Zeku Ainz. I, I love uh, the units. Um, in fact, I actually bought three Zeku Ainz high grades uh, for reasons I'm not really quite sure why, and I sent them all. Um, the one wish I had was that the Zeku Ainz kits, if they were able to make them where you can equip them with the various types, whether type 1, 2, or 3, or you can add to whatever you want to. Um, overall, I'm going to say this is a C, uh, C tier. Type 2, um, this just, just has me. Um, I love it so very much. Uh, it has elements of the design from Type 3, where it has these added shoulder mounts uh, where you can put energy packs or other weapons. Um, you can even put storm Storm on it if you wish to. And it has a ray dome on its left shoulder and it has a very long, large beam smart gun on it. Uh, it reminds me of um, the beam gun, rather the smart guns that were featured in Aliens, uh, the movie from the late 80s. I, I think this is for me one of the better designs that he had uh, from Gun of Zenom. And so I'm gonna put this in the B tier. Then there's type three, which is the one that was actually featured in the Gunpla kit, the high grade kit. And this has the uh, being smart gun, being smart machine gun rather. And it has these added drums for ammunition that are mounted on either shoulder. And for me, I'm gonna say this is a C plus to B minus type. The next unit uh, that was featured by the new sides was the RMS 142 Zekut Designed by Kotoki-san, it essentially is, if you can imagine, a roided out version of the Zekut Eins. It has a ray dome uh, for better detection of sensors. It has not two, but in fact four of the added ammo drums on either shoulder, two on each side. It has added propellant tanks and the typical uh, color scheme that is befit a, a new decides unit. Uh, for me, it's a little too busy, even though it's a very chunky boy. I know that some people out there really do like the chunky designs. So I'm going to put this as a D tier. However, the next one, the Gundam Mark V or ORX 013. This was in fact designed by Akitaka Mikasan. This is probably a, a tie in terms of appearance or just how menacing a unit this is. Um, a tie in terms of just aesthetic wise how much I love this unit. Um, I actually had to buy this and when it was released by uh, Premium Bandai as a limited release uh, Master Grade I did snap this up and I was able to put it together with some custom water slides. There's just something about this unit. Um, the face is very, very menacing uh, and actually will become the uh, progenitor for the Dovin Wolf that will be seen later in Double Zeta and then the Silver Suppressor, uh, the Silver Bullet Suppressor, those units will be seen in Gundam Narrative later on. 
So for me, I'm going to have to put this as an S tier. Uh, I, I really do think that this is going to have to share the S tier level with the Extraordinary Superior Gundam. The next is actually a mobile armor. Um, it's the Zodiac. It was originally designed by Neo Zeon, but given to New Decides in their last ditch effort um, to destroy uh, Dakar. And it is essentially two mobile armors fused together. AMA 100 Zodiac, or if you think of it, it's really two zone Z-O-A-N mobile armors fused together. It has an impressive array of weaponry. Uh, it's quite maneuverable and um, it is a menacing appearing mobile armor. But for me, it's just rather plain. It actually looks more like a space cruiser to me, uh, more so than a mobile armor. So I'm gonna have to put both the zone, which is half of the Zodiac, or the Zodiac itself, both at the E tier. Next up, Axis. Um, there are only a couple of units to really talk about. Um, there are a couple of variants, but we're not going to get into that for today. The first is the Gaza C or AMX003. Um, this actually was designed by Makoto Kobayashi. It's a fine suit, I suppose. Um, I never really was a big fan of it. Just a little too weird of appearance and just the asymmetry for whatever reason just does not appeal to me personally. And when it transforms, um, no, I, I guess I'm just not a big fan of the unit myself. Um, so I'm gonna put this as a D tier. And last but not least, uh, the Gaza E, or AMX007. Um, it makes sense from a evolutionary standpoint how you go from the C to the D, which actually you'll see in Double Zeta, and then the E, which you'll see in Gundam Sentinel, and you'll see fleetingly in uh, the Gundam Zeta movie compilations. I don't know. Um, I just, it. I'm not a fan of it at all. It clearly is my least favorite uh, unit, which is unusual because generally I tend to like Xeon design suits more so than Federation uh, design suits overall. Um, but this particular unit yeah, doesn't really do it for me. So I'm going to have to put it at the bottom, whether it's in mobile suit form or whether transform mode. So what did you guys think? Um, this is kind of an impromptu uh, idea for an episode. And as I said, it, this show, or this rather this podcast series started with Gun Sentinel. So I figured why not just dip back into the well again and while Cool Robot really inspired me to do a ranked tier list. So I, I will post on social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram in particular, also Twitter, um, my personal rank listing of these designs that we touched upon today. 
Um, if you guys would like, you certainly can give your ideas as to whether you like it, dislike it, you completely disagree with me, or if you have different ideas, I'm curious to see what you guys might uh, also think out there. Please be sure to check out the Twitter page at Gun the Sentinel 2, Instagram at Gun the Sentinel Podcast, TikTok at Gun and Book Club Podcast, YouTube or on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Gun Sentinel Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate and review, give a review on whatever it means you listen to this podcast and tell your gun and loving or talking friend to check it out. Until next time.